Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Babe. 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 I'm Laura. And I'm Ryan. And this is... Babe. Babe. Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh my God, we're coming to... (laughs) Well, we're coming to you from a very expensive shoebox in New York. Yes. It's called the Greenwich Hotel. Yeah. Ever heard of it? It's like a coffin. It's like a glamorous coffin. It is... Robert De Niro owns it. It's in Tribeca. A lot of his art is on the walls, which I'm super (laughs) unclear on. I didn't know he he painted. He paints and he... I'm convinced he like made this hotel so that he could just hang his art on the wall i love that i love being like i'll just buy a hotel make it chic and then hang my art robert de niro's art is a babe for yeah, me it's a, it's a total babe i watched it, it and i thought it's it was great. i thought like the signature on it was joan miro and then i looked closer and it was de niro <laughs> well, there you go <laughs> babe it's actually the thing is that the hotel is actually very chic i've been wanting to stay here for years and <laughs> <laughs> you know, dreams, Ryan is having come true. Ryan is having a tr- series of babe moments. I think New York brings out your New York is most hard for me, major and you, babe, and you know that. For me to be <laughs> happy and soothed in New York, it's actually very hard because I actually the thing is is I just don't love New York. I actually really don't, and I always come back here. Coming, I always come here and I'm like, well, maybe this will be the time where I fall back in love with it. And, um, you know, that doesn't happen. Yeah. It, but it takes me thousands of dollars to realize that. It takes you a it's lot of money. thousands of dollars later and for like, me to be like, no. I'm happy to just be along for the ride. Yeah. It's a, it's a fine ride. My signature move is just to come <laughs> along for the ride. But I will say that New York brings out a very specific side of your babeness. What do you mean? Like... We were in the cat. We were in a taxi yesterday, last night, going from Staten Island to Manhattan. And as soon as we crossed over the bridge, Ryan goes under his breath, "There she is." In regards, to- <laughs> I didn't say that. Yes, you, you make did. that up. I'm not she making that, that up. You said that last night, and I just didn't believe it. I think she's. I think no. She's you said it. I laughed at you in the car. I don't remember. Ryan is like having a like it's good to be back in Manhattan moment, like a series of moments. I like always that. when I come back, I'm like, you know what? I like it here. <laughs> I do. You know what? This time it'll be different. <laughs> and the next day I wake up and I'm like, oh, what am I doing here? I, it, it, it's always like that. But I was here for business. And what? I was here to <laughs> you speak were at, here for business. I was here to speak at a college in Staten Island. And uh, it went well. I mean, we, we flew. I, I haven't slept in like three days. Yeah. And we flew in early. We, f- we took an early morning flight and we flew and I had to give this talk. I thought it was a Q&A, but it actually just ended up being <laughs> just me. It was an A. It was just an A. Less no. of the cues. Well, I brought in, a, I brought in some the cues, cues at the help. end. Yeah. Uh, there was, there were, those cues were like my emotional support animal. I need, I need them. Um, 
but it went well. And by the way, um, if you want, if anyone listening to this podcast goes to college, <laughs> mm-hmm. they should book us. Yeah, book us to come and talk about our LA journeys because I actually do a talk in LA a lot of the time at Columbia College's semester in LA and I'll go in and tell like an hour long story yeah. of kind of my journey and then do like a Q&A afterwards. So unlike some people in the room, I'm a seasoned professional well, at a college talk. So I've us. actually given a lot of college talks in my day. Have you? Yeah, when could I was at Thought Catalog. Could have fooled me last night. Hey, the fans loved it last the night. The fans, the readers loved the it. The readers loved it. The readers loved it, and they showed up in droves. Well, like... They said it was the hot, m- hot, most highly populated attended. and attended. And there was like 12 people there, I would Yeah, say. but that's a success. 12, I guess. Yeah, sure. I once so, went to a book signing in literally buttfuck oh, Brooklyn where three like in- people showed up. Three. But also... But it was all... Fact- Anyone showing up is a good thing. Well, the fact that they showed up, and I remember you were telling me this bookstore, I didn't, never even heard of it before, and it was, where was it? Like Sunset Park? It, I, I, to this day, have no idea. I just know that I had to get on several trains and, like, ride. That's I feel a like I rode. They, like, did your, because no one's going to come to that. No, it was in a, it was, was in February. Fail. No, it was in April. No, it, was April. it was in April, but it was really, really rainy and, mm-hmm. like, shit weather, and it was, like, at, 7 p.m. on like a weeknight and they were like here's where your book signing is mm-hmm. and do a reading and then three people showed up but you know what i did a reading and had a great time my and book the signing three was people that showed up had populated. so much fun like, everyone came to my book signing really there were a lot of people where yeah, was, it was it it was really heavily populated was your book a new york times bestseller no <laughs> no <laughs> no it wasn't it wasn't it was a worse seller oh my god that's crazy because mine was <laughs> i think my book sold like a thousand copies mine mine was a new york times best-selling book i know it's in its second printing isn't it yes oh god wow okay. it's crazy to be a new york really times crazy. bestseller <laughs> like weird. every day of my life from 2012 forever i'm a new york times best-selling author it's just like crazy <laughs> I come to New York and it's just such a, like a literary city, yeah, and I feel already, you're already with your I feel really friends. at home. You're yeah. at literary salons. We I went we went to a bookstore. I walked around. <laughs> I thought, wow, I'm a New York Times bestseller in this bookstore. I looked for my book. They didn't carry it, probably because it's, <laughs> it's sold out. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. It was because it was sold out. You're totally right. You're right, honey. When you're right, you're right. When I'm right, Who might argue? I'm right. Yeah, you can't argue, argue with, with the a New York, York Times bestselling author. author. I know you can't I know. do it. I totally understand. Um, um, so, okay, let's see. Let's so see. You had what? a really interesting thing happen to you this week. Oh, yeah. Well, that- I, I had sat. Well, I got fucked in the ass by this porn star, but I didn't really realize it. You. <laughs> I didn't know. I honestly didn't know. So, okay, you know how last week I told the readers that I wanted to open up the relationship a little bit and I wanted to do it with this uh, porn star? I had this porn star in mind. Yeah. And Can you so, say who it is or no? No, I don't okay, think so. Fine. So then I booked an appointment with him. I guess he won't be open with the readers. Just, no, fine. no. You're closed off and withholding. No, no. I just don't want to like ruin this guy's life. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, Go on. Okay, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> I went to his house and um, he gave me a massage and then he started fingering my asshole, which was like par for the course. <laughs> it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And then he like kind of fake fucked me, which he's done before. What's that? Like just like humping me. Like, you Does know, he have like, a finger in while he humps? So it's, yeah. 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 So it basically okay. seems like he's fucking me. But then at one point he really was just fucking me. And I didn't really, f- I was confused because when you spend a lot of time fingering someone's asshole, you get really loose and it's like, uh- <laughs> Well, no, you just like don't know. No, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean. So, so you anyway, tell the difference. Between- well, I kind of could like emotionally, but like spiritually, I kind of like blocked it out. So he was like kind of fucking me, I think. And then I was like, "Wait, are you fucking me?" And he was like, "Yes." And I'm like, "Oh, you need to like not do that." And um, he was like, "Oh, well, I'm on prep." And I mean, I'm sure he is, but I was just like, I, "Nah, we need to stop this." And you know what? It's kind of my fault because I don't know what I was expecting, like. For him to put on a con- like, I don't know. I you know I know it sounds invasive that this guy like basically entered me without permission. You had but I didn't that, mind it. If I don't that know. Was a woman in your situation that would be a problem. But I think he just comes from a different world where it's like everyone is on prep. And but, but by I the think way, also if you're going, I mean, I what I don't know. I wasn't bothered by it, tbh. And like, no, I don't. And I'm not saying that you should be one way or so, another. So well, he like pulled out and he was like, oh yeah, no worries. Like, don't worry about it. He didn't give a shit. And he was like, oh well, you if you are thinking about opening a relationship, you should go on prep. And then he like told me about prep and all the stuff and how he's been on it since like one of the early trials. So he has a lifetime free supply of it. He was a sweetie about it. So wait, did you finish then? Well, yeah, of course, but not. He didn't. I didn't come by him fucking me. He stopped fucking me, and he didn't, he did not go back in. Okay. What? Nothing. I just just like di- I was curious. <sighs> I was just confused. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I want. I'm so confused. I like left that experience being like, well, I don't know. I just felt kind of like whatever about it. I don't it. think you know. I don't, I don't know what yeah, I want. I don't, don't know, what, know I what, want. what I want. I know I want Jonathan. That's for sure. You're like Goldie Cox. Yeah, I, okay, that's like a fucking Sex and City pun from like four or five years. Well, well sh- someone has to. Someone has to do some Sex in the City justice. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Um. Well, you are because I'm you confused. say you want to fuck and like go whore around, and then I no do judgment. it, and then I'm like, and then you do it, and then immediately like you're like, get your dick out of my ass. So yeah, and then I go back to Jonathan. I'm like, my darling, my darling. Do you like the, I feel like you like the process of telling him that this happened to you more than you actually like it. Well, no, it wasn't fun talking to him about this because I didn't want him to think that I had some incurable STD or something. You know, he's such a honey. What? Are, you're not going to get like an incurable STD from. I mean, you well, might. <laughs> he wasn't. Well, he wasn't inside me for that long. Yeah, it was. It was truly like a split. Like it was like thirty seconds. It was like an in and out. In and out. Yeah, it was quick. Nothing. Everything's fine. Yeah, I mean that's fine. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, but I know it's just a weird conversation to have with your boyfriend, no matter how woke you are. Well, do you enter a sexual situation, or did you have any sort of like prior conversation with the porn star where you're like, what no. are we gonna do? No, I think maybe you, you need usually... to enter and say like, I want you to. And like lay out what you want to do ahead of time. Well, no, I mean obviously, like for us to truly fook, like I'd have to go on prep because I don't think he's gonna wear a condom. Well, can't you ask him to wear a condom? Yeah, can't you just be like, I'm not. But on maybe pre- I don't want to fuck him anymore. Maybe, maybe I'm you done. don't. Yeah, you might be done. Oh, God, it's so confusing. How many half fucks are you gonna have to endure before <laughs> you realize if you truly want to like, pull stop, fuck or stop, not? Stop! Stop! <laughs> Stop, stop. I know, I know, I, think I know. you like the drama of it more than you no, like actually I doing it. No, I don't. I don't know. No, I know. I don't. Queen. Yeah, but like, I actually really do want to explore this part of myself, I think. I don't know. I'm just really confused about what I want. 
Um, well, whatever. It's very real. Whatever. It's like, it's fine. I mean, like, again, like, there's never a point in this process where I question wanting to be with Jonathan. Like, he's my fucking future husband. I'm like, love him. Yeah. But it just, I don't know. I actually really don't know because I think maybe I am sort of a lesbian when it comes to hooking up. I think maybe I do need to have a connection with the person, you know? I don't I think know. you are a little bit. Which which is not great. That's not bad, though. No, but in terms of opening your relationship, like, well, no, you want to be able lot. you want to be able to, like, fook a Marlon Rando and move on. Well, yeah, but, like, you also don't – if you know that you're – you crave a connection to someone before you have sex with them and you need to have some sort of layer of intimacy i feel like that's problematic in the sense that if you open up a relationship and then allow yourself to be that intimate and vulnerable with i don't want person, that that's the thing i don't want intimacy i have intimacy from jonathan yeah so i don't need intimacy like, from anyone else maybe you're just like a monogamous bitch i guess who like i know but i don't know how to reconcile any of this i mean whatever well I'm whatever sta- i'm like stay tuned <laughs> yeah i know seriously uh, i have a feeling tuned. this will play out for a while <laughs> yeah i know i think i'm gonna be i poor jonathan he really deserves like a tulip <laughs> for putting up with this shit <laughs> i love hydrangea to, a lot of the readers have written in and have been like when is jonathan gonna have his moment he wants of to come on so bad so bad and ryan just shuts it down and jonathan deserves his voice to be heard. he does and have him over i don't give a shit well, i just i might i might conduct a one-on-one interview <laughs> <laughs> sit down like an exclusive <laughs> yeah you, you pay like twenty thousand yeah. dollars to get his, his side of the story well i got people to pay us twenty thousand yeah. dollars oh my god that is so funny if you make it like a patreon exclusive should we do a patreon where for jonathan's side of the story <laughs> jonathan's Wait, that side. is babe that's the first patreon for babe it's literally you have to pay for jonathan's side yeah, of the Jonathan, story then the bonus Lol, episodes are jonathan is, talks that is actually <laughs> fucking hilarious that, is, that hilarious. is actually a really good idea that's a great idea oh, maybe well, we'll do stay it tuned. stay tuned um no i relate though to your dilemma in a yeah. sense because as the readers know i've had my own like journey with men and that journey rages on and basically like well so we were talking last week about carly's book that she had written Mm -hmm. a slut ever which is and by the way we'll have carly on we need to have carly on we're figuring this out we actually we're we actually have a we have a podcast producer Who's coming? We have guests coming on. Soon. Yeah, don't so don't what? worry. I'm not gonna say like you're who. just so like lit about it. It's like what? what we can just leave it to be a surprise. No, but I like I like wetting the appetite of the readers. Okay, well, stay tuned. Stay so, tuned. anyways, I'm reading Carly's book, and it's really opening up my eyes and like teaching me things about myself that I'd never known. And I was yeah. reading it because it's like. She talks about, like, being a proud slut and, like, Mm -hmm. having sex with a ton of people. And she's coming from, like, a very open, honest, and empowered place about her sexuality. And it's, like, so refreshing to read. It's not victim-y. It's It's not not... victim-y at all. And it just made me think about, like, how I, I think I often associate sex. I get sex and love, like, deeply connected to each other Uh when they can be separate. And I feel like... I feel like I approach a lot of situations where I'm like sexually attracted to someone being like feeling like 
I want to have sex with them and then I want so much more, but really I don't necessarily want but more. This is going to sound cliche, but like, isn't that how, or corny or no, not cliche corny. Oh my God, I can't talk. This is going to sound maybe like stupid to say, but um, that was what I was looking for. Okay. Stupid. <laughs> stupid. Um, you nailed it. Yeah, I nailed it. <laughs> um, uh, but don't, aren't women kind of wired that way when they have sex? Well, I'm more? trying to figure out, and her book talks about this too, is like, the way you're supposedly wired as a woman versus how society tells you to look at yeah, sex and relationships. Where does one end and the other begin? And I think that more often than not, society tells women like, oh, you should wait for love to have sex or you need to wait or like this idea that like men get something and women give up something yes. is so like yesterday. Well, she like, also had this quote, which I liked about it, which she was like, um, she was like, when men like sex, they're like, duh, because sex is amazing and you're horny. Love that. And when a woman likes sex, they're like, oh my God, what is your trauma? Like, who touched you when you were younger? Yeah. Like, there's this implication that if you do have a healthy sexual appetite and you're a woman, that you're in some ways damaged or something like that. So I'm like, now I think I'm trying to reframe and become like sexually empowered in a way that it's like i can accept that maybe i want to like sleep with someone but that doesn't necessarily mean i want more than that and it doesn't mean i owe them more than that it's just like it's just like oh i can sleep with this person and we can be friendly but it doesn't mean like oh they have to be my boyfriend or we have to date or like anything else has to happen because i feel like a lot of the time i just like it can just be be a fun experience yeah and i think you've had that before i've had that before but i've also had the opposite of that (laughs) right and so it's just i don't know it it opened up my mind and so i highly recommend opened up your mind now it's opening up your legs yeah honey honey love that love it you should buy Carly's book. This is ending up to just be a promotion for Carly's book. Yeah, this is called it's called. This Slut-ever. podcast was brought to you by Slutever. <laughs> I know Carly doesn't even know. I should text her and be like, "Babe, Honey. check out the pod." Yeah, she's the ultimate babe! Exclamation point. Yeah, she's fucking great. Um, what else? What, what else, else is, is going, going on? on? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Jesus. Um. Oh, this bed that we're on, I guess, is very uncomfortable. So here's the deal. The Greenwich Hotel costs as much as Rancho Valencia, which trolls me at night because it is truly the smallest room you'll ever see. Um, and it's chic, but it's, again, like a chic coffin. And Lara immediately gets on the bed and she goes, no. She hates, like, you hate I'm bed. a bed connoisseur. Like, I know what makes a comfortable yeah. bed and I have, like, extremely high I know. High you're bed all about standards. your bed. Oh, honey, it's all about the bed. I know. I it agree. begins and I ends agree. with a bed. The bed. I and know. first and foremost, you need to have a really nice, or not, a, you don't have to have a really nice mattress because you can make things work with, like, mm-hmm. mattress pads and stuff, but it needs to be, you need to have, like, a fluff factor or something. It can't be too soft, but you definitely want, like, a sink-in effect to These your bed. These sheets are fucked up. And it then... Just, this is a fucked up bed. It's fucked up. Here's what... It's also, like, a full. It's, like, a full bed that we're sharing. <laughs> Two <laughs> sisters. <laughs> oh, my God. We're and truly... The sheets- the sheets are like crispy. They're crispy. It reminds me of that way. freckle line where she says, oh, yeah. sometimes things that are expensive are, are worse. worse. And that know, is the true. definition it's of this. It's so bad. true. Not and to we were, lose we were our the... relatability factor. Yeah. <laughs> well, honey. <laughs> honey, like we ever had. Yeah, long time exactly. Ago. I'm and highly we were, relatable. We were at the... <laughs> I'm the relatable one. <laughs> we are at the... <laughs> That's what we pitch it. She's I'm, the relatable one. I'm relatable. <laughs> I'm the one who's always in a nice hotel. Um, we were at the Bowery last night staying there too. And the beds are better at the Bowery. We fled from a Holiday Inn <laughs> okay. at Ryan's request. This feels, I know, I feel rude saying this. So 
yeah, we were staying in a Holiday Inn in Staten Island, and I immediately was like, Ryan I gotta just go. said he couldn't deal with it. I gotta go. It. I know. And so we, we so escaped. So he, he we, escaped. we escaped into the night. <laughs> we we fled to I, we got We got there at like We drove over the bi- bridge. Ryan goes, there she I know. Is. You already told them. I know. But I'm telling them again because oh, it was truly a lol <laughs> moment. I was like, hun? Oh, God. That is so embarrassing because I truly don't remember it. You I were was drunk, kind of drunk last night. Yeah, I was drunk. <laughs> and then we got to the Bowery and finally Ryan was soothed. But it takes a lot to soothe you. I know. No, especially here, though. I'm not kidding you. Yeah. I need to be swaddled like a little baby. But the bed here is not cutting it as far as beds are concerned. It's just like. It's I know. And we're here for one. three nights. It's okay, though. Whatever, it's I fine. mean, we'll survive. <laughs> don't, wor- don't, don't worry. Don't worry about, about us. us. We're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. Please don't light the candle. You I'm don't trying need to think to. what else has gone on this week. Um, in terms of your life? Yeah. Well, you want to talk about that story about you breaking your face? Yes, I did. So someone had actually written in to, or tweeted, or maybe Facebook message, I can't, somehow on the internet brought to my attention. They were like, they made a comment that was like, how, how are these people on Vanderpump rules, like having all these horrific accidents and like i've never known someone to have like fallen and broken their face or like Mm -hmm. fallen through a skylight like this just seems so niche yeah and then i was like actually i have a lot i've had a lot of really accident prone in a weird way was i'm not anymore you just fell over 20 minutes ago i did not fall over. i saw you you almost fell over i leaned over to get my podcasting equipment and i bumped my head on a lamp like very Mm. lightly it didn't even hurt i was worried Shut up. I thought that I don't like you apart. I don't like you saying that I have accidents because <laughs> I don't do. anymore. But you used to. I used to, but I changed my accident karma. Oh my god, you're insane! Don't you're pissing me off right oh now. Oh my god, she's triggered. I'm, no! really, I'm triggered. I just broke into a full blown sweat of rage. Okay, okay, calm down. <laughs> I have rage sweat. Go take a swim. Come on. Okay, come, babe. Okay, come, come on. All right, all right. Come, come on. on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Okay. Come on. Go on. Go okay. On. Go on. Go on. Okay. Why? So, okay. <laughs> so I, I used to be very accident prone, and I think that <laughs> coincided with a lot of heavier drinking that I used to do. Right. But 2012 was one of the worst years of my life. Like it was. Was it? Yeah. It uh-huh. was a. It was a good year in the sense that like my first book came out and that, and as I said, I, I hit the New York Times bestselling <laughs> list. So I became a new, it was a year I became a New York Times bestselling right, author, of course. but it was also a year of a lot of loss and like painful situations. Mm-hmm. So, and a year of me dealing with them really terribly. Uh-huh. And so when around March 2012, my one of my really close friends from high school committed suicide Mm -hmm. and it was i don't think anyone saw it coming and it was really sad and like fucked up and just like i mean i guess you never really see that stuff coming but it was just like a like a true like what the fuck kind of moment and i like immediately had like a meltdown i called my parents i was like you need to like help me fly out to Oklahoma city so I can like go to her funeral, like blah, blah, blah. And then I, a lot of our friends in that friend group were like reaching out to each other and it was like, okay, Mm -hmm. we're all going to like hang out um, while we're home. And 
So I went back, I went to the funeral and I had it in my brain. I was like, I had it in my brain that I was going to go back and specifically try and fuck this guy that I had <laughs> fucked all through high school. Oh, wait, this took a turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, Your how best- do I make this about me? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, babe, I, I dealt with it really, really poorly. I was like, went home immediately, started drinking a ton, and then was like, I'm going to fuck I'm going to fuck this guy, even though he had a girlfriend. Oh I was like, God. it's fine. I'm going to make it happen. Right. So after the funeral, like I had been like kind of seen him or whatever. Like uh, he was a- around, obviously, like went to the funeral and like the to drinks after the funeral. And it sounds like was- the scene's already been set. It's so hot. <laughs> yeah. You guys so went to the funeral. And so you're horny. So <laughs> We're talking and stuff, and I keep being like, he mentioned that he had a lot of photos from when we were in high school, and I was like, oh, we should get together and like look at those pictures. Right. We should just like take a trip down memory lane. Cause I was like, in my head, I'm like, okay, like he'll invite me over. We'll like look at photos of our friend that just died. And then, babe, this is dark. Babe, it's really dark. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Fair enough. Okay. I'm like, I'm just going to own the darkness and trust me, it takes like a turn and delivers me my karmic, like, yeah, truth. So I'm like in my head thinking like we're gonna look at all these photos we may cry like who knows and then I'll just like attack him we'll fuck and it'll be amazing and oh I was my like God. so I'm like creeping on him the entire time being like I can't wait to see you like maybe call me tomorrow we'll, like look at the photos and he's like yeah like I think he's truly just like this girl's fucking crazy right so I go out one night with a bunch of friends a lot of guy friends that I'd had in high school and like a few girls that I knew and we all go to this like divey bar and our a lot of the guys are playing pool and we're like taking shots and one of my friends like this like little kind of guy he's like very small in stature he's like wild and like very yeah. physical and so he is like hugging a lot and like jumping around and then he's like he's I'm like jumping on him and he's picking me up and so he's like tells me to jump on him so and so I need a tiny man. He's like a tiny little guy, but Uh-oh. strong. Okay, like a like a okay. like a t- little stout, right. strong body right. individual. But he was also wasted. Right. So he's like, jump up here, Shane. I was like, blah blah blah. So I jump on him, and then he falls backwards because he's uh-huh. drunk, and I fall forwards and smashed the side of my face on like the metal bar where you put your feet. Oh my! On God. the bar, and I heard. The like I heard in my head like the sound that my face made smashing oh, this no. thing, and then I was knocked out. You passed out. I fully passed out, and I oh, came Jesus. to on the floor of this dive bar, surrounded by <laughs> everyone that was in there. It was like Honey. I'd been out for like forty five seconds, and right. they were like, "What do we do about <laughs> this girl?" And I woke up and I just like looked around, and I was like just started bawling crying like i could i was like everything converged in that moment (laughs) and i was like i actually can't handle this anymore i'm just gonna like let it out and like let everyone here deal with me because i actually can't deal with myself fair enough so i just curled up in the fetal position and was like scream sobbing (laughs) like crying like (laughs) 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 and like everyone was like what the fuck so my friends that caused the accident, he ran away. Oh, <laughs> and oh no. Someone oh, decided God. to call an ambulance because okay. I clearly needed one. The ambulance. Yeah. And 
So an ambulance came and then like two women like kind of scooped me up and like helped me walk out to the ambulance. (gasps) And then they like load me on a stretcher and put me in the ambulance. And I'm like freaking out because I didn't know if I had health insurance or not. And so Mm. I didn't want to like take an ambulance ride if I didn't have health insurance. I don't like know how I didn't know. It's just like, I didn't know. Like I just had no, I was like, who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah. And. (laughs) So I'm trying to like explain to like the ambulance people that like I need to make sure I have insurance, but my cell phone's like out of batteries. Like I'm a truly a mess, like t- tear stained. Oh, and so I was like, can I like please just like use your cell phone to like make a phone call before we go? Because I don't know if I can go anywhere if I don't have insurance. And one of the ambulance people was this lady and she was not having my drama and she like was not even accommodating me with like a cell phone journey that's awful and so i started like scream crying again and i was like i just don't get like you guys don't understand like and like was like losing my shit like a full-blown flip out and then finally the other guy handed me a cell phone and i like called my parents and was like hey like i don't know i'm an accident (laughs) like should i go to the hospital meanwhile my like nose is randomly bleeding like no i'm truly like fucked up so they're like yes go to the hospital so i go to the hospital and the ambulance just like takes me to the hospital pulls up in front and they're like get out Uh, (laughs) oh they didn't are you kidding no they were like did you get charged i don't know they were like just get out maybe they didn't charge you i don't know so this is the discount ride yeah so i like got out and just like walked myself into the emergency room my face my head is like swollen i'm covered like fully teared and like just went to like the phone like a pay phone and was like mom and then my parents came and i'm like how did how are they not like deeply concerned about me i don't know but everyone seemed to keep their chill about the situation which was wild oh wow and i got x-rays and it uh, revealed that i had fractured two bones in my face my like oh my god my chin was like totally numb because i had like one of the bones was fractured on like a nerve and so it had like caused some numbness in my lips and chin and so i and my like and i had like blood in my throat from just like my face like internally bleeding down my throat oh my god i went home and just like slept and then the next day someone had asked me to go on their like tv news show like their local news show no. in oklahoma yeah to like promote. Did you know? yes i went and <laughs> i woke up the next day my cheek is like totally puffed out like my face looks like broken i look right. like the elephant man oh and no i went and just like kind of cheated my face to the side i was and my friend do you have footage with the friend who invited me on the show was the older sister of the guy who had dropped me on oh, my face my god and she was like i heard what happened like are you okay and i was like i'm fine and like i was literally <laughs> like, just like Wait, do you have woman. footage of this though i have one picture because oh, then i, I had to do another this. interview like meet another person oh, that was like no. local, do an interview and i she took a picture of me and i think it shows up if you google me but i was truly like totally broken faced and then it was so bad that i just was like I'm not, I was supposed to go back to LA like the next day. And I was like, I'm not going back to LA. Right. Like, I'm just going to extend my trip for like a week and yeah. stay here and like recover. Try and recover from this terrible accident. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I, w- <laughs> and so I stayed and then we went to, and we went to visit like a plastic surgeon because we thought we were just nervous about the numbness. Right. 
And thankfully, the numbness went away. Like, there was no lasting nerve damage or no okay, surgery good. or anything needed. But it was like I had two black eyes and it was a real... Oh, God. It was fucked up. Honey. It was a fucked up And then moment. when did you twist your ankle or whatever? Didn't you fuck up your ankle in that same year? Oh, yeah. Because you thought you saw a bug? Oh, my God. Yeah. She oh, thought she God, saw a this bug. This is the worst year for per- like injuries. And then... Two months later, right before Memorial Day weekend, I was going to meet our friend Oliver at the movies, and a moth flew in front of me, and it just really freaked me out. And I think moths are like really aggressive creatures. And moths just, like, are fine. No, they're like so You're dusty. Weird. They're dusty and aggressive, and it flew in front of me, and I just like flipped, and I was like, ah! and then. <laughs> My, I lost my footing because I was wearing these like Chanel flats that were like one size too small and slipped and just cracked my ankle. Like oh my I God. heard it pop as I fell to the ground and then I realized I couldn't stand up. I was like, my ankle is broken and I had to go to the ER. Right. And I had like almost torn a ligament in my ankle and the doctor was like, just wrap up your like wrap it up and ice it and it'll be fine like by the end of the weekend and it hurt so bad everyone i knew was out of town that weekend so my roommate was out of town oh i was God. on crutches i was supposed to go to a do a book reading of white girl problems your yeah i was supposed your to career do it blowing up but your injuries prevent you from it, it was and i was supposed to do this reading and i canceled it because yeah. it was like in silver like this was pre-uber so right. i was like I I couldn't drive because it was my right foot and I was like in so much pain and like crying and like hobbling around. <laughs> I smoked a ton of weed, which was like not a great decision. Right. And then I watched Adaptation, which was the maybe the worst possible thing to watch. Why? Just because it was like a writer. It's just depressing. It's like oh, a writer okay. who like can't get okay. his shit together and like yeah. And it just it threw me into a k hole of darkness. And I called the woman who to organize this like book reading thing. Mm-hmm like day of and i was like i'm so sorry but like i broke my ankle last night and like i cannot and she treated me as if i was like lying i could tell she was oh over it and God. thought that i was lying Honey. and then i wasn't and then i stayed in my apartment for five days didn't go out uh, what'd you get you got food delivered i just got food delivered and would hobble hop on one <laughs> foot over to the front door to get Were you the in sack. a lot of pain i was in so much pain did they give you pills no Oh, that sucks. I know. It was awful. I hate that for you. Yeah, 2012, not the year. Everything was just sad and fucked up that year. Yeah, but you also like wrote a book. I know. So it was like a high-low yeah. mix, but v- a lot, a lot, a lot of lows. Well, now it's just... Uh, <laughs> now it's... just what it is. Well, at least I stopped, <laughs> I stopped injuring myself yeah. as much, and yeah. Yeah. Although I did fall off a hoverboard this year you did yeah well last year it's your fault for going on a fucking i know that was my fault yeah that's on you and i was actually fine so (laughs) it was a little hurt but nothing big besides getting hit by a car (laughs) i've never actually gotten into any accident which is hilarious yeah because i'm so clumsy obviously partially because of the cp and so kind of unaware of my surroundings that like but yeah i mean it was like just hitting getting hit by a car which you know I think but that was, was like a pretty huge that accident. was pretty huge i was in the hospital for a month yeah i had six surgeries and no four surgeries and you lost like some function in my left yeah. hand yeah i was in rehab for like a year i'd say that's like pretty significant pretty i'd say that filled your accident quota for a lifetime it's so funny though because it happened when i was 20 years old and when you're 20 years old nothing in your life 
matters that much. So you can kind of put things on hold and mm-hmm. recover. It's yeah. Like, I took the semester off of school. I moved to Beverly Hills randomly. Mm-hmm. As one does. <laughs> As one does. And I just lived, like, I lived with this weird roommate from Oklahoma, actually. Really? Yeah. Who I think was she? I've told you about her. She was kind of weird and she ended up fucking my brother, which kind of sour uh- things between <laughs> us. And I told you about her. I did not know that she was from Oklahoma. She's weird. She would be always on this Cool Whip diet where she would just eat Cool Whip all the time. And I was like, I don't think you're losing weight. Did she get skinny? No. I'm like, I don't think you get skinny from just eating Cool Whip. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's gross. It's like chemically and weird. So anyway, that was like a lost year for me. I was just like, couldn't tell you what I did. Couldn't, like, I don't know what I did. I remember, like, what year was that 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 happened? It was 2000, um, fuck, seven. 2007. 2007. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, it was a hard year for Britney. 2007 was a hard year for everyone, and it was a hard year for me. 2007 was a hard year. But then for me, it ended on a good note. Well, that's good. Because I met, I met my college boyfriend in like, on like Halloween 2007. Oh, nice. I moved to New York in January 2008. So, yeah. You know, look how well that turned out. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are again, haunted by my past and my demons, my diamonds. Yeah. I want to know from the readers, like, have you ever had a horrible accident? Yeah. Like, what are your recovery stories? Yeah. I need to know some recovery stories. I've also just been, I am taking a look at past drinking stuff because I feel like that has led me into a lot of TBD situations. Uh And that was definitely one of them. Like when I was home for the holidays, I have a brother who has struggled with some substance abuse problems and like has had a lot of scary accidents. And my mom and I were kind of talking about it while I was home for Christmas. And then she brought up my broken face and she was like, remember that? She was like, that was really like, scary and i don't know why we weren't more freaked out about that i was like i know it was really (laughs) cause for concern and they were just like whatever everyone was like whatever i was like whatever i was like fuck i just need to stay home and like but like whatever who cares and i look (laughs) back and i'm like oh my god like i could have died yeah well honestly though it's kind of amazing that you just kind of kept it chill you don't always need to lose your shit no i mean i did lose my shit yeah but like then i zipped it up again (laughs) But it was just weird how, like, and I think it speaks to, like, a larger thing of when you try and, like, shut down pain or, like, Mm -hmm. you try and weirdly, like, fuck your way through pain. Mm -hmm. It comes out one way or another. Yeah, it always does. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, (laughs) have we lost you? (laughs) (laughs) No. I I love it when it takes a dark turn. It always does. No, no, I don't think so. We've talked about pretty much we we always we always oscillate between fun like light frothy topics and then really dark and then going so fucking dark and then bouncing back which is always fun. So I guess so now instead of being like a dark drinker denier Mm -hmm. of emotions and like trying to have sex with unavailable guys, I'm trying to just be more of like a live laugh love smoke weed feel erotic and like have sex with people who I think are hot and yeah, that I, think I think would be fun great. to have sex with. Yeah. I think that's a great way to live. Yeah. It's hard though. You. 
It's a journey. Yeah, I know. It's a journey. Yeah, it's always a journey. Um, um let's talk about Sex in the City three, three because we, we were woke really up thrown a curveball today. The world was thrown a curveball today when Kim Cattrall came for Sarah Jessica Parker. She really did it scorched earth, you guys. She burned that earth. bridge to the fucking We ground. thought she burned it, and then there actually was a little bit left to burn, and she burned it. Um, so Kim Cattrall said a lot of shit about SJP on Instagram. Well, it came from SJP commenting on Kim's Instagram, like condolences for your brother who passed away. Yeah, because which I guess Kim did not love. No, Kim hated it, Kim and then hated she the decided to do an Instagram post with just like a text message, and then a huge essay underneath. Yeah, of like they are not friends, and she doesn't want her fake fucking condolences fucking to further her nice girl that. image oh my god and can you imagine i mean how mortifying okay well i have a lot of thoughts one is i think both of these women are at fault and i need them to like make up and yeah. make nice and i need them to make sex in the city three yeah because all you hear is like sex in the city three going away that's all you hear that's all i hear and every time they shade each other or come for him for each other in the press or wherever it reminds me that sex in the city three isn't happening and it hurts me and yeah. i believe that it hurts the entire world and it's yeah. like we they all have to, to relive the trauma but there's no way that having sex in the city three promised to us and then having it just painfully ripped away how do you away? recover though from attacking a co-star after she gives you condolences over your dead brother how do you recover from that? i think that they need to meet up at a neutral location yeah and Jersey have City. a talk yeah. yeah or they need to like have a neutral therapist that doesn't take a side in the matter right and arbitrate some sort of conversation where the they can come to a bigger that. understanding the studio would finance that like at this point their actions are hurting way more people than ever before i agree and they're actually being a really poor role models for women and so they need to like get all, their fucking all shit together to get back to feminism for laura yeah feminism equals friendship i don't know if you know that but they need to bury the fucking hatchet yeah but that's not gonna happen i think it's done what if they got together and like worked out all their problems and then in 2019 started filming sex in the city three i think it will take the rest of this year for them to work uh yeah but babe like i said i think it's like total they could you know what would be great is if they feuded for like 10 more years Mm -hmm. and then when they're like when they've all reached their like 70s like 75 to 80 Mm -hmm. they finally do sex in the city three as like geriatric seniors I'm no. so here for that. No. Like an old. No. Like the Golden Girls. No. Actually, I'm, I'm into that. Honey, that would be epic. What if all of this is just pub- like teasing and publicity for the movie that they're going to drop in like 2034? Oh. Sex in the City 3. No. No. Yes. No. Yes. Can I talk about. The no. Cu- can I talk about No. The- uh I don't think so. Can I talk about No. The- <laughs> no, I'm going to have to say no to that. I'm going to have to shut that down. Can I talk about the cock? It's this it's this bar in New York and it, I like I kind of wanted to go there last night cuz I was like lit. You were lit. But I was too tired so I couldn't. Well, maybe we'll go tonight. No, I'm too tired. But Honey, I'm- Ryan is so tired like you can't just like 
get over it. I know. I can't get over it. I'm just, I honestly have gotten such shitty sleep three nights in a row and Honey, I'm tired. I'm like, good luck getting sleep in this Well, I know. This bed. little fucking, I know. This, <laughs> this little is a bed Western. from like, they have a bed that looks like it's from colonial times. I know. It lo- it's like a bed made out of hay. I know. I know. Anyway. Well, so it reminded me, I mean, I've had so many babe moments in New York. This is like the land it of my- It brings out the babe. This is the land it. of my babeness because yeah. I was just such a psycho here and continue to still be a psycho today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Like, I don't know how to not be normal. I don't know how to be normal here. I really don't. But anyway, um, it reminded me of The Cock, which is this insane gay bar in the East Village where basically gay guys just like fuck on the dance floor and it's like a brothel. And it reminded me of this one time where I like met this like guy like wearing basketball shorts who is really tall and hot. Mm-hmm. And I was like really into him. And, you know, and I, 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 I barely hooked up with anyone, so it was like a it was a queer call that this was even happening. And he was like, he was like, "Do you want to come home with me?" And I was like, "Yeah, oh my god!" I was like so dying. And then all of a sudden, he just was like, "Actually, never mind." <laughs> and I was like, oh, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna go home. I'm tired." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And he leaves, and I'm wasted. And I decided to chase after him down to the subway station. And I was like, "Are you sure?" And he was like, yes. And I was like, okay, no worries. Talk soon. I was psychotic. Ryan. I know. I told you this last night. I know, but I was zoning out. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It was so embarrassing. I was so sad. I just wanted to hook up with someone. I was so lonely. It's okay. Everyone's had a moment like that. But chasing him. like, Babe, I showed up one time. after him. I showed up one time to this guy's DJ set that I was not invited to in a full-blown cheerleader costume at Halloween, thinking that I was just going to go there and then we were going to, like, hook up afterwards. And, like, the girl he was actually dating was there. And he, I said hi to him afterwards. And he was like, hey. He was like, so are you going home? Like, are you getting a cab? There's a cab over there. And I was like, uh, oh. I guess. And he was like, yeah, you can just get that one. And so oh. he sent me away. That is so sad. <laughs> it was traumatic. Oh my it was God. a trauma I still, like, I just actually remembered and now I'm sweaty again. Oh my God. Yeah. There were, there were dark times. <laughs> what else, what else is a bait? And now I'm into like, what? Like, like just reliving relationship, past relationship, relationship trauma. Babes. Yeah. Relationship babes. I don't know. I mean, I remember like I dated this guy once that I, that I didn't like for like three months and, um, I was so mean to him. And this like one time <laughs> I was like, I was like, come to like deep Brooklyn to this party that I'm at. And he's like, okay. And he came, he should like showed up and it took him so long to get there. And he like, he like was so excited. And I saw him and I was like, anyways, I'm leaving. <laughs> Right when, like right when he showed up, I was like, "Oh, hi! I'm actually gonna go home." And he was like, "Are you kidding me?" He's like, "I literally just like spent an hour on the train to come see you." Oh my god! And I, I was love like, that. I was "It's like, a power oh, move." I'm sorry. Okay, I'll go home with you. And I never, I never went to his apartment not once. And I was like, "Tonight will be the night I come spend the night at your place." And then it, it came to a stop, and I was like, "Actually, I'm just gonna go home." Uh- 
you you was this was after psychotic. you the basketball shorts guy rejected you no before this Uh-oh. is college interesting i had boys try to date me in college and it was just like i was like basically like a crime scene with caution tape yeah like do not disturb do not touch yeah i was so crazy i was just damaged but also like the guys that liked me weren't like weren't the most like, stimulating folk tbh i went to film they weren't lawlers yeah i went to film school and it was really like all the guys that go to film school are pretty much a- across the board awful mm-hmm. like that's like where you find like a very specific breed of like cis males that are yeah. just like oh god i did so in film school like all guys in film school like want to make horror movies uh-huh. like all their films were like short films that were like horror movies Is it women just getting killed oh i was it, i acted in so many guys short films where i was murdered like tied up by a serial killer tied oh, to like a kitchen God. table in a bra and underwear covered in fake blood Ew, like shot in the face slapped in like, the face like every single thing was like a let's murder women oh, or no. like let's hurt women or That's torture so women and at the time i was just like lol anyways yeah. and i think and i'm still kind of like lol about it because like who are the i mean i don't know if any of them are like working now or like what they're, <laughs> i don't know what they are and right. what they're doing but it was like that was such a what such a moment and also the quentin tarantino stuff has like really reminded me of like what film school guys were oh, like. God, so douchey. It's so douchey. So douchey. And I hate when they do it like under the guise of like female empowerment, like Kill Bill. Yeah. Like it's like, yeah, it's a feminist tale. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, it sucks up? because I love Kill Bill. I know, me too. I love it. And it's I love, like, I love I Quentin wa- Tarantino's movies. Like, Death Proof is one of my favorite movies I know, of but all time. I can't time. watch it again because I know the truth of, like, how things went down. Yeah. And then so it just, like, sucks. I hate part of this, like, Me Too and all the, like, cultural dialogue is, like, realizing that a lot of your favorite artists might be actually problematic. And, like, I think most of them are. I think most of them are. So yeah. then you're, how do you like separate that from the work and can you separate that from the work and should think, you separate that from the work? I don't think you work? really can anymore. I mean, I don't know. I like Woody Allen. I'm like, I can't really watch his shit anymore. Yeah. Especially the ones that involve him like lusting after a 17 year old girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, like Blue Jasmine. I don't think I could watch that again. Either. Oh my God. I could watch Blue Jasmine right now. Blue Jasmine scares the shit out of me. I live for no, that movie no why because, because she's I'm you because she's me you think you're gonna get babe-aids I'm, from watching yeah, it I think i'm gonna get babe-aids <laughs> i know I, I i seriously do oh my god i live i love any movie about like a woman losing her grip on reality i like that so much i love it it's my favorite genre it's so triggering for me because i worry that i'm adjacent because you're a psycho yeah i'm a psycho you're because you kind of do that you kind of do that sometimes yeah but i'm a highly functional well yeah i mean obviously you're like very (laughs) successful and like you have your shit together but like you 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 lose your grip no you do i don't know you do a little bit about it (laughs) i just just love it because i i think it's so it's uh, usually really dramatized like in it's dramatized but also relatable like mm-hmm. i'm now thinking of the movies that i love that do this and it's like um blue jasmine um catherine deneuve is in this one movie that's uh roman Pol- roman polanski directed mm-hmm. um 
where she like fully babes out and becomes a true babe. are you gonna hook up when you're in new york i don't know okay. I'm, I'm potentially laying groundwork but i don't i, I can't tell the future you communicated today not today yet i've been very busy today yeah we've been busy we've been homeless <laughs> ryan is nothing ryan's been drama about this trip from the fucking get-go from where he called me frantically and he was like before we even left and he was like honey what are you are you what are you packing are you packing clothes and i was like yeah i'm pa- fur and i was like i don't think you can wear that anymore oh yeah and then he saw me come out to the uber the morning of our flight and i was wearing a fur coat that my mom had given me like years ago and that was given to her like in the 80s mm-hmm. and this is the only place that I would wear it. Like, I'm not going to wear it in LA and like, but it's a very warm coat and it's chic. And I get in the Uber and Ryan goes, you're wearing fur. That's really scary. Like, I don't think you can do that anymore. And I was like, fuck off. You can definitely wear fur. I don't think you can. Honey. Okay. I'm over like any sort of. You can do it of, here. You can you do can, it at the Greenwich. I can do it anywhere I want. I, this is a coat that was and gifted to me. Fur is feminism. <laughs> This coat was gifted to me by my mom. It's recycled. All right, all right. It's vintage. All right, all I right. think that if you buy a vintage fur, it's totally fine. Am I going to go out to like Dennis Basso and like <laughs> b- drop 14K on like a chinchilla coat? It's a designer. Okay. No, but will I go buy a vintage fur and wear it and love it? Yes. That's not doing anyone any harm. I think you should hook up with this guy and you should do it tomorrow night. Cause I have dinner plans. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. I'm not making any promises to myself or to you. I think it would be fun. But when you put the pressure on me, it oh immediately makes me yeah, not want to do it. Abort. Back it up. Dude. And you always dude, do that. Dude, you always dude, do that. Dude. Okay. Why do you do that? Let's unpack it. Because I just, I, I don't know, because you have had sex with this person before and you, you have fun. I feel like you, you always have fun. I feel like, though, you try and vicariously live out your own. No. Horspirational no, I think, fantasies I think through me. I think that's a very basic read. Well, then make. what's the real read? The real read is that I want you to let's have, unpack it. The real read is that I know that having sex with this guy, you've been you happy. You don't know anything. Yeah, I've been with you when you've had sex with him. And you have a good time. You walk away feeling good. So why would I not want my best friend to get fucked the way that she wants and walk away feeling good? I know. It's not more complicated than that. Okay. It really isn't. It will. To me, it feels that way. It goes back to like that pressure thing that I talked about on a previous episode where it's like people are like, oh, maybe there's a guy you can meet here. Oh, I'm not doing any of that. No, I know you're not doing that. And I think it's more my problem than anyone else's problem. Like Mm -hmm. for me, it's like. It just, it feels like people are like taking pity on me or like trying to push me into something they think Mm -hmm. I need to do or like saying what they know is best for me. Yeah. But that's like, again, like this, this thing with this guy in particular, like I just, I'm picking my face. Stop. She's making me stop. I'm making him stop. I hate it. So, um, you can't do it if we share um, on the bed that we're sharing. Yeah. On our marital bed. Twin bed that we're (laughs) fucking sharing. Um, I, uh, with this guy, I just know that you had a good experience with him before and I feel like you deserve it. You should have it. Yeah, but I don't want to be all. pressured because I... There's would... no pressure. Okay. 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 All right. Who's your babe of the week? Oh, wait. No, we need, we need to read emails, don't we? Babe mail? No, we have time. How much time? We have more time. How much talk... time? 
pop culture and politics. Oh God, <laughs> yikes, pop ticks. Um, what else has gone on this week in pop culture? I feel like there's been something that I really like. Um, let's see. Lindsay Lohan was interviewed in W. Lindsay is having a makeup line see. come out where she is making a cream blush. Lawyer.com. Lawyer.com is a project that Lindsay's been promoting. I don't know for what reason. What is it? Do we know? It's like a legal services website. For who? It for what? I don't know. I'm so confused. I looked at it and it. was very confused. Okay. Lindsay is trying to have a comeback, and I don't know if she's going to really achieve her dreams. Thoughts? Someone just wrote on Instagram, oh my god, are you in MIC? Do a fan meetup, please. Sign your fellow Key West. The fans user. want a meetup. We wish that we... we Should don't, we do one no. on Monday? No. We don't have time. We have to have dinner with my sister. We could do it after. No, 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 no. no. Ryan hates the We'll fans. do it again. We'll do it again. Ryan is on record now. Um. Wait, what? Not, Ryan is not here for the readers. Wait, Jim just wrote, at the risk of trolling you or just annoying you, has anyone pointed out that you and Lara are like the alternate universe Johnny and Tara? I just listened to their podcast and it occurred to me. Okay, I'll leave you alone now. Who's Who Johnny and Tara? Who are Johnny and Tara? Honey, who's Johnny and Tara? Who is that? Tara Reed. Is it Johnny Weir and Tara Lipinski? <laughs> That's uh, rem- <laughs> That's troll. Is that who is that? Is it? I don't know. Is Jim trolling? Jim's trolling. He knows he's trolling because he said at <laughs> he the said risk it. of trolling. He, he, he delivered a troll. You are trolling. Um, I'm texting. I'm, I'm messaging him right now. Uh. Sorry, this will probably make no sense to the readers. But well, whatever. I think it'll get cut out. Um, Unless the readers want to know that it's Jim Parsons, who's <laughs> a huge our, a huge fan of the podcast, <laughs> an, an ambassador, and he he really reaches out to us a, a lot to tell us that he really loves this podcast. He's our frequent collaborator muse. Uh, our muse, our, a champion of our work. A champion of the arts. A champion of the arts <laughs> and a believer in our brand. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> this episode of Babe is brought to you by Jim Parsons. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, I honestly think, I, I'm guessing he's talking about Johnny Weir and Taylor Lipinski, although I wasn't aware that they had a podcast. Wait, 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 that you and Laura are the alternate universe, Johnny and Terry. Yeah, just listen to the podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? You know, we'll I, don't, find I, don't, out. I don't read podcasts, so I don't know. But, um, anyway. Well. What? What? Nothing. Nothing. What are you thinking about? I was just thinking about my friends, my family, <laughs> my loved ones. Uh, okay. Thinking about gratitude. Wait, I want to talk about Dorit. Because I know cause I, <laughs> what's going on with Dorito. She's she's fucking crazy. So I mean, God bless her because she's the only one that makes drama happen in Beverly Hills. Like uh, without her, that show would just be like you know, uh, like Kyle wearing bangles to like various lunches. <laughs> Kyle and a bell sleeve, a different bell sleeve every episode. Yeah, Kyle honey, with like a severe hairstyle bell, that's that not bell. making sense. She, honey, yeah, no, please. So it's terrible. So she does bring it, but my favorite thing is like. How much she doesn't see her children, and, and I know I came under fire for <laughs> for saying that her children, their child had a misshapen head because of neglect, and I know I know that that happens for a you various reasons. You had a lot reasons. of controversy. I know I have. Oh, oh my god, and I misgender. Oh my god, oh, I said yeah. I called that address. trans person that guy last week, which was so stupid and weird. I don't even know why I said it. Um, so sorry. When we were talking that. about the trans person who had interrupted Rose McGowan's book 
Yeah, who had attacked thing her. attacked her attacked verbally her. and said that it was just like the genocide and AIDS. It's AIDS crisis all over again. Who I guess apparently was um, revealed to have assaulted people. I don't really know. Yeah, I don't think she's well. But no. Anyway, I misgendered her by saying that guy, which was kind of crazy. That's crazy. I, I didn't even catch it until a I friend didn't... of ours had reached out and they were like. You you mocked the trans movement, which I didn't. We did not mock the trans movement. I am like, like I made a joke about identifying. I feel like this I is feel like, digging our no, own no. Grave. The thing is, like, the thing is that's so lol. Is like even just saying that, I feel like there's a sniper, like literally from the other building. Yeah, we both like looked we out have, the window and we're like, and we're what? like, we have literally like red dots on our heads, and we're gonna die because we said it. You know what I mean? Like we're like, I don't know. What? Yeah. Well, I just like. I made a law about identifying as a male or identifying as a female, which was meant in that's a joke. But then you you misgendered someone. So you're really the one under fire. Wait, are we talking about when I brought up your high testosterone levels? No. Your high T levels? That's my journey. (laughs) That's my journey that I still am having to deal with. I've started having night sweats again, which is weird because I take my... I take my testosterone medication to not have night sweats, and now I have night at sweats. At least you're not bleeding through the bed like last time we stayed at a uh, hotel. Okay, what? last time we were in NYC together, <laughs> we stayed at the Bowery. Uh-huh. And I don't know. I'm sh- I'm sure that our fellow, my fellow females have gone through this. I hope they have at least. But I had what a rager of a period that like some like once a year it was like you were ready to party once a year to party. my period rages so out of control that no tampon or cup or pad can stop blood. it like there will be blood and there's nothing i can like i just bleed out and yeah. there's no way to control it like i do everything to try and control it and mm-hmm. i just bleed everywhere and sometimes it's just like what needs to happen with my body I and we were at the bowery and i bled I woke up in a puddle of my own blood two nights in a row. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. I, what do you even say to that? I was, like, you, I, Ryan, I was like, I knew you didn't care, but I, I was really like, care. I'm so have- sorry. Like, I don't know. I have no excuse. It just happened. And you just have to like, as a woman, be like, okay. But they, does- they changed the sheets, right? Of course they, tra- they're not going to, yes, they changed the sheets. Honestly, if you're going to bleed through the sheets, I think the hotel is the best place to do it because they'll just, they, you have turned yeah. service. Yeah. No, it's way better to bleed through a hotel sheets than <laughs> your own. I love that we covered your heavy period and me getting unknowingly fucked in the ass this week. <laughs> We're just like disgusting, vulgar trash. This is body talk this with Ryan talk. and Lara. I feel so weird that I didn't know his penis was inside me. I feel like I, I must Now you known. feel weird about it? I don't know. The whole situation was so NBD to me. I should have maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I regret him not fucking me more. I feel <laughs> like if you're going to enter that situation, you might want to have a conversation with the person you're hooking up with to like talk ground rules beforehand so that you don't enter a situation where all of a sudden a dick is in your ass. I love bottoming. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Like one of my <laughs> most favorite hookups of all time was like, <laughs> what? Nothing. I just love how you drive past it. <laughs> you're just so over it. You just drive. You're like not even phased anymore. You're no. Just like, anyways. <laughs> anyways. Yeah. One of my favorite hookups of all time was after a Dave Matthews band concert when I talked oh God, to the Rasta bus. This guy that I was like crushing on, and we basically like 
talked about the kind of sex we like to have and then explicitly told each other how we wanted to hook up with each other and laid a bunch of ground rules and then went into the sexual um experience with like knowing what we were gonna do and knowing like what lines we weren't gonna cross and that was like so hot hot. that's like consent hot it was it turned consent into like the hottest thing ever it's possible who you know like obviously it is possible and i love like a i love because i did that too when you put me on blast for making out with that married guy what i did too i'm fine with you making out with that married guy i know but by the way laura is begging me to go see the movie that he's in and i refuse i know ryan won't go see the movie that he's in yeah the movie that he's in i'm it's out now. Why? I'm not saying what it is, but it's really long. Anyway. And I won't see it. If you won't see it, but I'll just have to watch it at home. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I was at dinner with this guy, I had told him, I was like, here's what I'm comfortable doing. Yeah. Like, we can make out on the street. We can make That's out on hot. the restaurant. And then we did it. And it was like very gratifying. So I'm realizing when it comes to like consent, I like to be very explicit and I like to have like that conversation before because it builds up like a lot of yeah like excitement and then i think so too. you it's both are in foreplay. agreement about what's gonna happen it's good foreplay it's good foreplay so i'm saying that maybe you should maybe you should do what a new york times bestselling author <laughs> does and talk have a conversation <laughs> I just wasn't expecting it, but I kind of was too. To say How, to, you really did not know the difference know. between his finger and his but, penis? I don't know because he fingers me for a long time. I'm just saying, and then when you do that, you get loose. But like, I would know the difference between a dick and a finger in either. You know what he said to me that I kind of was triggered by? What? This is so sick. Oh my God. <laughs> but he was like, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so embarrassed right now. He was like, Say oh, your, your asshole is like pretty. Uh, no, no. Hold on. Shut up. Uh, that... Stop it. Okay. Okay. Your <laughs> asshole is pretty. <laughs> your asshole is pretty loose. Like your boyfriend must have a huge dick. And it's true. But I don't want my asshole to be loose. That's sick. <laughs> oh. Ew. That's gross. I want to have a tight asshole. Ryan. What? I'm serious. <laughs> is that wrong? <laughs> No, that's not wrong. I want to have like a mm, mm, ah, like mm. I don't want to like <laughs> ho- I don't want a hot dog down a hallway, honey. What? I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to. I don't know what to do when you get a loose asshole. I did not know my asshole was loose. In fact, I don't think it is loose because no, it, I do not have a loose asshole. I do not. <laughs> it hurt my feelings. <laughs> he said it as a good thing though, which well, is weird. It's probably lucky for you. What do you mean? Well, because Jonathan does have a huge dick. I know, but like, so what? I mean, well, yeah. that's like, congratulations. You, for him, yeah. For you. Yeah, no, it's congratulations for my boyfriend having a big penis, not congratulations for me for having a loose asshole. I'm the one that fails in this scenario. I don't win from having a loose asshole. The more we discuss this what? scenario, the darker it gets. I'm into it. You're <laughs> I'm ready to do a deep dive. I got my scuba gear. You're ready peeling to go away under. layers. If someone told me that about my asshole, I'd feel very strange. I felt like you were but like, he okay. said it in a hot way. He like loved it or something like that. Well, he probably likes that you can just take, take a it? dick. Yeah. Yeah. But I just want to make sure it's still tight. Um, I want to do my exercises. <laughs> how, can you do ass kegels? I don't know. I just made that up. 
you have there has to be your ass your sphincter is a muscle like you have to be able to do some sort of exercise to tighten it i just readers have any of you been diagnosed with a loose asshole and if so what did you do to tighten things back up down there let us know (laughs) babepodcast at gmail.com is my loose asshole a babe (laughs) loose asshole a babe or a babe i think it's a babe i don't think it's a babe I think I'm not your situation yet. with the porn star is a babe it's for kind of both babe. of you. Yeah. Yeah. You're both in the babe. I also just love like usually like when you're hooking up with someone the the instinct is to compliment the person. But in this case, it was a compliment to my boyfriend. And your asshole. Yeah. But again, like, again, like I always assumed having a loose asshole was not because it's like, oh, yeah, you're so tight. Like, that's a good like, oh, like, but maybe it's not. Because it feels good, like it hugs your penis if it's well, tight. Well, yeah, but like it's like hugging. You your don't penis. want it to be too tight. No, of course not. It hurts, but so. But I think it feels better for the penis if it's tighter. If it's looser, it's not as good because it's not like it's not like sucking it around. It's not like hugging it. You know, little hug. Well, little asshole hug. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really derail. It's so gross, but I'm into it. You're Can loving we leave it. This in? Of co- uh, yeah, I'm leaving oh, in. Jonathan's like, what? Jonathan is horrified. Oh God, can you please have Jonathan's Patreon where he has to defend his gigantic penis? <laughs> I don't like. I don't want to make Jonathan uncomfortable. Oh God, he's going to hate mean? that, but he's going to also love it. Well, who wouldn't? You know what I mean? If, like, if I had it's a boyfriend who went on a podcast and was like, Lara has the best pussy ever, blah, blah, blah. And then I had to go on a podcast and be like, my pussy is amazing. <laughs> I would be into that. Yeah. I'm like, stop talking about my tight pussy so much. (laughs) (laughs) Like, literally, like, next week, it's just like, we got, we went from being a comedy podcast to being, like, in sex and relationships. Like, we got re- re We did re-genre ourselves. Yeah. That's okay, though. Yeah, that's fine. You know what I realized? What? Not only am I a New York Times bestselling author, but I also have a really tight asshole. Well, yeah, it's, like, nothing to, like, be excited about. Well... I just want the readers to know. Oh my god. <laughs> or assholes. I have a loose asshole, Laura. It's a tight asshole. The end of that Love. story. One's loose, Some one's tight. Some people are loose, non... <laughs> Two best friends. One's loose, shall they say? And one's tight. <laughs> a tight... How, how will they make this it work? Is a, my new Tinder profile is New York Times bestselling author with a tight asshole. <laughs> gross come and get it come and get it boys <laughs> gross why is that gross when Sick. i say it not gross when you say i don't it? know misogyny i know okay what oh, oh someone emailed us we had a lot of emails and ads about kim cattrall baby now kim is my babe of the week okay my loose asshole is my babe of the week yeah that is that is a babe, That's of, a the babe of the week <laughs> yeah okay so let's get into our Fan mail. Okay. Okay. Babe mail. Babe mail. We had a really, 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 really good one from a girl named Michelle. And she wrote, a woman named Michelle. And Michelle wrote, Dear Lara and Ryan, 
As much as I love Ryan, big fan of his Insta stories and basically anything that comes out of his mouth, this email is an ode to Lara. Aww. Anytime Lara talks about... Of course about, you picked this one. Yeah. Anytime Lara talks about men in general and her feelings slash approach towards them, I could not agree more. I too feel constantly on guard when approached by 98% of males and ready to karate chop them with my words in anticipation of being belittled or patronized oh, wow. in some way, shape, or form. I feel a little less alone knowing I'm not the only one internalizing this perception. So thanks for that, Lara. Having been a fan since La- of Lara since I first heard her guest on P- Please Advise Pod. Oh, wow. I basically Good trust judge. her judgment completely. So when she sang her praises of Molly's game, I knew I wasn't going to fuck with The Shape of Water or The Darkest Hour when it came to a choosing a movie at AMC. Loved the movie and was completely entertained. But... Is it babe to have a complete sob fest meltdown watching the end of Molly's game? I turned it off. I don't even know what happened. Going into the movie, I did not expect to relate to Molly's relationship with her father as utterly and completely as I did. Every single scene of their interaction peppered between poker matches and scenes with Idris Elba had me gripping my armrests or peeking behind my hands. Nothing could have prepared me for the final scene with them at the ice rink and the last question he The one where he just popped him. up like out of nowhere? That made no sense. Anyways. My reaction was so visceral that as soon as the credits rolled, I leapt up from my seat and ran out of the theater oh. to my car where I proceeded to bawl my fucking eyes out. Once Aww. I got home, I broke down even further into a hyperventilating fit. Oh my god! I eventually calmed down and proceeded to stare at a blank wall for about an uh, hour the experience turned out to be therapeutic as i finally oh, realized good. why i used to pick fights with my father as a child and why he always treated me so differently from my athletic younger brother the relationship with my father parallels exactly to molly blooms and seeing it on a wide screen amongst strangers <laughs> threw me for a fucking loop anyway just wanted to say thanks lara for the great <laughs> movie wreck that led to my psychoanalytic breakthrough you're both doing the lord's work keep the ups coming oh good love you babe Love you, babe. Oh, she says, P.S. I'd like to formally request more singing impersonations. The Britney Spears app slayed me. I've never laughed harder. My God. Well. (laughs) No. Hello. Oh, wait. Sing that song that got in my head, Laura. Oh, I. Pizza. You have to sing it. I've really been into this. It got stuck in my head for days. Pizza in the morning. Pizza in the eat. Wait. You're not doing it right. No, I have to sit up for this. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time. When pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. <laughs> pizza on the morning, pizza in the She's evening, pizza at supper time. I don't know why you said this. When pizza's this. on a bagel, you can <laughs> eat pizza anytime. <laughs> It's you the sang best this apropos of nothing last I know, because it's a really no catchy reason. song. Yeah, I loved it. I don't think it's babe to have a car cry about your dad, because I've definitely been there. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. On the le- on the, the scheme of babes, it's very minor. And to have like a movie really push you to that place, I think, is great. And I think you're in touch with your emotions, and that's a babe exclamation point. Oh, my God. Yeah. My dad I agree. went to rehab in 2007 and i had a full-blown breakdown in my car over thanksgiving break while he was away and i listened to the same tv on the radio song 20 times and just like wept in the car and i didn't necessarily feel better but (laughs) it was a moment you had a moment and it's fine um someone uh commented on that instagram video of you and said you looked beautiful thank you Thank you so much. I, yeah. I would also love to request she, more 
odes to me via email. Oh my god! Because stop. I love you said this last night. For what? I said I love getting fan. I love getting readers' emails, and you said I love it too. But we don't get enough. All right. Ryan wants the attention too. Okay. Javen writes, "Dearest Lara and Ryan." Mm-hmm. I know this is late, but my babe of 2017 goes out to Fergie on stage at the Trevor Project Gala <laughs> celebrating Tom Ford. If you haven't seen it, allow me to it. mansplain. Fergie crashes the stage, removes Army Hammer from the microphone, and proceeds to talk about how, if Tom Ford were here tonight, the camera cuts to him sitting in the front row, that he would love the black sequin long sleeve <laughs> mock dress she was wearing. She then proceeds to talk about how her new and he was CD- there. Yeah, he was there. <laughs> Our new CD has a special edition available at Target, which features bonus versions on some of her songs. Then she gets the crowd to sing along to one of her songs, which none of them have ever heard or will ever fucking hear. All I can say is, babe, it is so typical of a straight person to take over an LGBT charity event and start ranting about Target. (laughs) Remember Remember when she pissed her pants on stage? Yeah. Oh, we need to put that on the Instagram. That was a babe. That was. That was a total babe. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's funny. Oh, my God. Here's a really good... We have a scammer email this week, which is now my new favorite genre. Oh, okay, great. Scammers and stealers. Great. So, today, this week's scammer email comes from Robert, who says, Hi, I was listening to the episode (laughs) where you guys mentioned loving a return scam, like that person does at Whole Foods, and I wanted to share my own. I've worked in skincare and have an extensive knowledge about the science behind it. I'm also obsessed with my skin and putting everything on it at once all of the time. If you are curious of pics, I'm Destiny Foster Child on Insta. And I realize it's a babe to shout myself out on an email where I also just talk about myself as well. (laughs) Sephora has a pretty open-ended return policy that usually also requires the product not to be more than 50 to 75 percent empty depending on the person who's doing the return wow i often fully use products and then replace them with something <laughs> similar enough that they don't know no! i decanted an 85 dollar no! element moisturizer into a separate container Shut and just filled the package back up with some jergens no wait wait wait. okay that's <laughs> not okay i actually i think that's rude because that's being sold to someone else i don't so, know so, i don't think right? they resell it oh okay then that's great i okay, don't know perfect, actually if anyone knows what sephora does with the products that you because if they do resell it that's fooped up because then some i think like, if it's used you can't resell a used. you can't resell well i don't know what they do i don't know so readers clear this up for us yeah because what if someone's just like slathering jergens on their face okay anyways put on a robe are you cold it's basically to the point that anytime I go to Sephora, I'm not spending any money and instead <laughs> starting with a return, then sending the store credit card they give me in exchange. Oh my Recently, God. I got lazy and filled a serum bottle with something obviously different, texture, <laughs> color, smell, and the girl tried to clock it. So I went into a rant about how the product must have oxidized or gone rancid because of it not being my fault in any way. They should take the return. The girl did apologize to me, then also gave me information to contact the brand and they sent me a replacement too even after my refund oh my god these skincare skincare this is so long but i thought it was worth it to mention the scam and let you know about my journey it's amazing so many scammers in the skincare game i love that you gotta scam sometimes because skincare is not cheap no it's not 
And like I've tried. And also, I think that some of the things that to make it cost them no money, and the up the upcharge is crazy. Oh, the upcharge is crazy. I mean, if the ordinary can sell stuff that's good for like six dollars, but I heard the know. ordinary was like kind of bullshit in a way. Really? Did you read that article about it? Yeah, that article sucked. That article said nothing. Yeah, it said nothing. it was a bad article. Yeah, it was bad. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> um, let's see. Should we do one more? Yeah. Oh my god, someone vaped with Rose McGowan. Oh great. Okay, give it to me. Blythe writes us. Blythe. Yeah. Oh, is it Blythe? Blythe. Yeah. Blythe it- Marks. Shout oh, out, love. little I- sweetie. We know her. We, we know her. her. Being from Arizona, New Year's Eve is a wildly bizarre babe moment to behold. It's not unheard of for people to die from bullets that fall from the sky, oh. having been launched by gun oh. lo- gun-toting Republicans emerging from oh their bomb God. shelters for an evening of festivities. Oh, my God. With this in mind, I jumped at the opportunity to get away and end my year in style, ho- hopping in my car and driving to Palm Springs at the suggestion of my gorgeous, gorgeous and glamorous twink besties. Upon arriving at the party held in a truly chic mid-century bungalow on the outskirts of the city, I proceeded to rub shoulders with the Hollywood power gaze clad and tailored to perfection blazers from the likes of Acne and St. Laurent. It's hilarious and maddening to tell people my name followed by the line dot 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 like the city in California, only to realize their bougie asses have never driven further east than Indio for a weekend of Coachella selfies. Just like the TBD gay Christmas party where I finally met Ryan, I had to reintroduce myself by saying, Hi, my name is Blythe, like Blythe Danner, Gwyneth Paltrow's mom. Only then did I see the eyeballs widen in delight and my aura became imbued with a goop-worthy glow. <laughs> I love Blythe. I love her. Anyway, after exhausting myself after an hour of reassuring people that I was in no way actually related to our dearest Gwynny, I was shocked back to life by the sight of a gorgeous, very short, bald woman in a canary yellow jumpsuit. <sighs> I immediately gravitated toward her and tapped her on the shoulder to comment on her outfit, only to realize it was none other than Rose McGowan. Wow. We were both slightly hor- horrified to learn her getup was from Isabel Morant, the inventor of the much-copied and truly babe-worthy sneaker wedge. Agreed. Yes, which ellipsed which elicited grimaces from us both. Oh, great. I felt I had found a soul sister at a party full of cisgender gay men looking for coke and cock. (laughs) She had no idea where we were, and I had to patiently reassure her that it wasn't a CAA party after I divulged Uh, it was being held at the house of a talent manager. In her heightened state of awareness, she said she was yearning to indulge in her infamous and precious vape, though it was locked in her car and she needed someone to go get it. Why she didn't have her keys on her, I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe she hires members of Rose Army to do her bidding. That's probably true, TBH. You know Rose Army she is just... Has, un- like, Rose her Army Rose Army is unpaid interns. Yeah, yeah they are. It's they are. Like, Hashtag unpaid interns. Yeah. Hashtag Rose Army. Yeah. Um, she offered to take... She offered me to take a hit when it was in her hands, and I jumped at the opportunity. When does one get a chance to get high off Revolutionary Warrior's <laughs> own supply? However, yes. we lost touch as Rose proceeded to take an avant-garde front-facing Instagram videos by a fireplace, a la Britney Spears singing and dancing in her foyer. Oh, fair enough. That's a level of celebrity I have not ascended to nor comprehend, so I let her be. In turn, I got <laughs> tastefully trashed on tequila, whiskey, and a bottle of Trader Joe's raspberry bellini I brought Ooh, because nice. I'm a high-class bitch. Ooh, a question for my spiritual gangsters, Ryan and Lara. What would you have done in the moment? I regret not smoking what was probably grade A white people weed, and I feel like I lost out on a breakthrough moment in my journey towards babedom, which includes getting high in the California desert and living my truth at least once. I wasn't hashtag brave enough, but I feel like you too would be. Any <laughs> um, advice? I'm actually not. 
I'm actually very weird around actors. I always have been. You're not weird around them at all. No. You actually come alive. I come alive. And I and I actually run away. I can't deal with them. I love it. And I think when a celebrity asks you to smoke weed, you should say yes. No. I mean, yes, of course, but I can't do that. You can't do that. No, I will run. I can't talk. No, to them. well, you don't smoke weed. Well, no, I know, but I don't. I can't even speak to them. Let alone smoke pot with them. I love like a vape. I love a weed bonding moment. I truly believe it's chic, and I, I also am into like people smoking weed together and chatting it is more important and engaging than like a cigarette. Didn't I have that same situation with Jenny Lewis a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah. We went, I went to a Grammys party like randomly with Jenny Lewis and like a group of people, but Jenny Lewis was in the group and we like weirdly got stuck together for like a majority of the night. And I, because like we got separated from our group at the Grammys party. And I feel like she at first was like not into being stuck with me, a stranger <laughs> that she didn't know. Yeah. But then we started to lol. And then okay. later in the night, we like were smoking a joint and like she was really funny and sweet and oh, we had good. a good time. I love her. Yeah. But it was like, Smoking weed brings people together and it's always a law. I mean, unless you're like a, f- unless you like freak out when yeah. you're stoned. But like, case, no. I always say smoke, smoke weed with people. And I smoked weed with R. Kelly once. I know. That's but that's a story about. for another time. Another pod. Yeah. <laughs> another day, another pod. All right. Well, should we just wrap this up? Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. What's our, what is like a life lesson? That we Are you can- calling this lo- like loose lips, loose assholes? Oh, gross. What? I, no. Why I do you say where's that? Why is this your line in the sand now? What? You're like horrified now. We talked about loose assholes for 20 minutes. Because like, I'm not. Call- and now I I'm don't like, want to call the episode oh, the "Loose Lips, Loose Asshole." <laughs> <laughs> That's a gross title. Well, it's not incorrect. If I called it that, I feel like people would be un- like banned. It would be iTunes weird. Would, like, ban us. I don't think they could ban us, but I feel like it no, would. Right. It would really stray from the brand that we've kind of created <laughs> on. You're right. We're not known for our loose asshole talk, but no, we're all but about evolving. You know what? <laughs> Sometimes right. you can talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Some people have looser assholes than others. It's something that I'm learning, and th- that is the wisdom that we can impart on you. It's just being on this $20 bed that really brings up the truth in me. Yeah. You know what I mean? This colonial era bed. I'm like, should yeah. we go down to the barn and churn some butter? <laughs> For the family. The barn is a spa. Yeah, the barn is like a, it's a 250 a feet bamboo spa. It's amazing. It's amazing. There's a pool. What makes up it. for the bed is the fact that there's a pool indoors that feels like a womb. Which it is literally... so unheard of for New York. And it if really you need is. me tomorrow, I'll be sitting by that pool all day and you won't be able to get in because it's guests only. Yeah. JK, I wish you could come. Maybe, maybe some other time. Yeah, maybe some other time. All right. Love and light. Good luck to your asshole, Ryan. <laughs> Thank you. I hope you do some I'm, I'm just, ass I'm, kegels. I'm giving it, I'm, yeah, I'm giving it some motivational speeches right now. <laughs> I'm like, you can be better. Clench and release. Tighten Clench up. and release. Ooh, you can be Clench better. and release. Come on. Don't be such a hoe. Come on. Come on. Come on. Please. Come on. Please. All right. My darling. <laughs> my, my darling. My darling. My darling. My darling. Okay. What? Do you not like it? No, I love it. My darling. <laughs> so insane. This is what how, what Ryan and Jonathan my say to each other. My darling. Oh. Where did the I'm Irish jail. persona come from? I don't know where my darling came from. <laughs> I don't know. My darling. You're like Clint Eastwood in Million Dollar Baby. I know. Where he's like, I, I, I want to do What was her name in work. Billion? 
Oh, good luck. I'm going to be like, my darling, come into the ball. I think I can do it. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. okay. I mean, I'm done. All right. We got to go. All right, you guys. Enough is enough. See you on the babe side. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.